0: In a physics lab, a blunt object gains momentum until it strikes its target. The victim falls at an acceleration of 9.8 meters per second squared. Expending their body's remaining energy, they pull a pen from their pocket. Is it a clue to the murder? Is it a hint at the motive? No, it's Dying Message, the Detective Anime Mystery Podcast. Welcome to Dying Message, where each week we watch detective anime along with a mystery guest. Today's case Detective Academy Q, episode 15 30 Meters Underwater, the case of the underwater locked room murder. I'm your lead investigator, Noah Max Levine, but before I became a fictional detective, I was known as Noah Min Levine. I got the upgrade when I took investigations to the max. Oof. I didn't have a lot of time to think about it. Okay, okay. I'll have better introductions for myself in the future okay so on this podcast we are watching uh mystery anime we watch it along with different guests each week our mystery guests you might like to watch at home before you listen or you can watch uh, listen to the podcast uh without having seen the episode we will spoil the ending so if you want to experience the mystery or try to solve it yourself you'll want to do that first and yeah joining me as always is our resident anime expert michael savitsky Mike, Resident Anime Expert is a title that I gave you because you live here with me and you've watched a lot of anime. As so, we've restated, yes. Yes. Uh, you know, just reminding people. It's a very subjective title that I've given you, and it's true. certainly true from my perspective, but we're this, this is our ninth episode that we're recording, mm-hmm. so I just, how do you feel? Do you feel like you're living up to the title? I don't know. Uh, you accused me of owning
1: a Gundam, and I didn't even say something dramatic. Like, that sounds like something that someone who was weighed down by Earth's gravity would say, but... I don't know. You you keep taking me by surprise. I have to be prepared. You do have to be an anime guy. You do have to be prepared. Ugh. Have you got something for us today? Well, we finally made it, Noah. We made it to the beach episode. <laughs> oh, no. Every anime has to have a beach episode. It's true. So I thought we'd talk about that real quick. Yeah. And boy, is it true. Uh, to the point that in modern anime culture, they announce the beach episode of these things. Like, weeks, maybe even months in advance, they make figures, they sell them limited time only, of, like, the female characters in their bikinis, it's a whole thing. That makes sense to me, but it's weird. And, like, what's the origin of this? Well, it's, like, two things, right? So first, there's, like, this four-part, the things we have to do in this season sort of dichotomy in anime. It's the summer, we have to go to the beach. In the fall, we have to go to a a matsuri, or watch uh, leaves fall. In the spring... Uh, we gotta watch the Sakura blossom mm-hmm. this fall, and in the winter, I don't know, snow?
0: Snow. Snow, probably. I've seen snow. Yeah. Anime. But
1: also, like, Japan's an island country, so beaches just sort of ingrained with the culture, yeah. Yeah. And then it became a trope, and now it's an excuse to sell figurines <laughs> of the female characters in
0: bikinis. Yeah, we definitely get a little bit of that in this episode. Yeah so i didn't think about it as as a trope yeah thank you thank you for sharing that michael i think you're doing very nicely (sighs) and living up to the expert status (laughs) i'm gonna power up next time
1: (sighs) (sighs) Ah, so
0: (laughs) this episode that we're about to talk about takes place partially underwater and i'm excited that we have our guest here because there's a lot of scuba diving involved in the mystery, and I've never been scuba diving. So let me tell you about our mystery guest this episode. Our guest is an astronomy student at the University of Maryland who has been scuba diving recreationally for over 10 years with more than 100 log dives, and has been diving all over the world from Australia to the Red Sea, including at least 10 wreck dives like what we see in this episode. And she has often, not just once, solved the mystery of where her mother left the phone.
2: (laughs) Did that twice this morning.
0: (laughs) I've cracked the case. It's Katie Gansler. Hi. So scuba diving, you've been doing this for 10 years. Like what's the thing that keeps you coming back for more? So my dad's
2: actually been certified since I was little. So before I can really remember. And in 11th grade, we were doing a big dive trip. After thinking about it, I decided that I would give it a shot. And I have never met anybody who has gone diving once who has not liked it and never gone again. It is, first of all, easier than snorkeling because you're not fighting the waves at the surface and it's very peaceful and really quiet. And I think that Pink Hair Girl in the episode does talk about how much she loves looking at the fish and how peaceful it is. Yeah. And her enthusiasm is like 100%. I wrote down, I think, somewhere like, yes, Pink Girl gets diving correct. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: maybe one of the maybe one of the writers is actually someone who's been scuba diving it was very
2: clear that if if one of the writers wasn't a diver that they definitely talked to some people who were just the amount of detail that they had they got some things wrong and something sloppy but they definitely had somebody as a consultant at minimum on that episode who really knew what was going on
0: now, what's the likelihood when you go scuba diving that someone is going to murder you and hide your body <laughs> in a locked room of a uh, sunken ship?
1: Oh
2: no! Uh, so if you're careless, not zero. Um,
0: oh no! Oh, no,
1: <laughs> so, never mind. I'm never going diving. <laughs> well,
2: no, If you're care that, that that's key. If you're careless, so yeah. One of the things that I notice is there's a lot of things in this episode where I'm going. Okay, that's a recipe for getting oneself ki- killed. That's a recipe <laughs> for getting oneself killed. I wouldn't do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> the thing is is that you go through a certification process, there's kind of a routine that you get into before you even get in the water. You check your regulator, which is like the mouthpiece. Yeah. You check your octopus, which is that second regulator, which spoiler, I guess alert that does come into play. Yeah, um, yeah, for a buddy. as long as you don't skip anything on that ch- checklist and aren't stupid, it's relatively safe. Odds are if you die, it's gonna be your own fault. <laughs> yeah so odds are it's not going to be because of somebody else
0: yeah okay so the chances of getting murdered are low we would say yeah and then someone hides your body in a locked room in a sunken ship and if you're careful the chances of other accidents are also low yeah cool we'll talk about the episode in detail have you seen scuba diving in other movies or tv shows that was either like very correct or very incorrect <laughs> I don't I don't think it comes up the too much.
2: In my head, I remember there was an episode of CSI New York that I watched. I had to have been... Like it would have been right when I got certified, because that was yeah. about the era when I was watching that show. And there were two guys who found some treasure, treasure ship, and there was a body on the treasure ship, and how did this guy... Did he die because he ran out of air, or the bends, both of which gets talked about, and there are other issues, yeah. or was he murdered? Um... But I I just, I don't remember the details. And I also know that I was definitely, if I was even certified at that point, I was definitely not experienced enough to be able to go bit by bit and say, no, that's sloppy.
0: So you just told us that you used to watch CSI New York, but more generally, uh, are you a fan, would you say, of mysteries? That's such, that's so broad. It could, you know, there's TV, movies, plays, podcasts, the mystery genre books. Mystery themed crossword puzzles. Yeah.
2: I love. I like puzzles. I'm not bit one for suspense, so I can really enjoy the process of getting to a who done it. But I usually don't do very well if I don't know who the actual person who did it is in the beginning, because I just sit there biting my nails. So I like the puzzle, and if it's a good storyline, I'll enjoy it. But I tend not to do the suspense thing.
0: <laughs> have you ever watched Columbo?
2: I have not. I dated a guy once who really liked it, but you know.
0: Yeah, I've only seen it maybe one episode. I want to say 70s TV show, where famously, Definitely you not. always saw the murderer happening and always knew who it was. But there was still that mystery of like, what clue is he going to find? How is he going to chase him down? If, if you're having a hangering for mysteries, where you know who it is from the beginning, that's the most prominent example, I think. Yeah. Now, anime, <laughs> you watched this episode? Yes. What else, if any, have you seen?
2: Uh, so this is going to be a subtle shout out to my friends in that I have HBO Max for the express purpose of watching Miyazaki films because I have never seen one. (gasps) Yeah, Um, (laughs) that was basically the reaction is, oh my gosh, I wish I could watch a Miyazaki film for the first time again.
0: (laughs) So you just got HBO Max and you're going to start watching them?
2: Yes. Once I'm not hanging out with my parents all the time because hashtag quarantine. Um...
0: Yes, it's still uh, middle of July yeah. 2021 when if we're this
2: recording time, this. Episode, this is the so time that's what for anyone who's still Yeah. In
1: I hope that you're all in the future listening to this and we've somehow escaped quarantine and didn't continue on into 2037.
0: Yeah, you're you're on your uh, scuba diving vacation where you don't have to worry about COVID anymore. You're underwater yes. listening to, to fair, the podcast To be fair, I scuba
1: diving be is probably the least transmission <laughs> risk activity you can do in the summer well while you're while you're diving while you're
2: actually diving yes
1: right yeah, yeah. but before uh, that
2: to go and diving for shark teeth in the carolinas has has indeed crossed my mind as ways to occupy my time
0: yeah uh so, but you other otherwise haven't seen much anime
2: uh, i collected pokemon cards when i was i think seven was that when it was like a really really big thing yeah, I can't remember what happened to my cards. I know I had a friend's little brother who liked them and then I gave them to my nephew or something. I know I had some really cool ones that were valued very highly. I have no idea where they went.
0: <laughs> that means your parents threw them out, probably. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. So I'm going to put two and two together and, and guess that you haven't seen detective anime before today.
2: No, this is the first anime I think I have ever watched. I've obviously seen... GIFs or GIFs, I, whatever yeah. you want to say. I can recognize a lot of characters just because so many of my friends, I mean, I'm friends with nerds, surprise. I can definitely recognize characters and I know, like, I know who to- Totoro is and I know who No Face is. So, like, I know a lot. That's not anime, I don't think. That's Miyazaki.
1: Yeah, well, Miyazaki would tell us, as the internet will classically remind us, that anime was a mistake. What? What does that mean? That's just a, that's a quote of Miyazaki.
0: Miyazaki hates. Generally, anime like television anime. That's not his. Just anime in general. He hates his own films? Maybe not. Just <laughs> all the other stuff. All uh, right. We'll have to. I'll have to investigate this. That's very confusing. <laughs> You've never to me. seen the
1: the quote of Miyazaki? Anime no. was a mistake? No. Yeah, he's very bitter about most of anime.
0: Oh wow. Well, I'm curious to see what you'll think of this episode. Uh, Mike was remarking earlier when he finished watching it. This is like uh, a refreshing break for us because the previous two podcast recordings we did were longer story arcs that unfolded over four episodes and then three episodes with series of murders. Very gruesome. Very grisly. Very sad. Down. <sighs> ending stuff. Oh my god. And this is like Day Those the two beach. brothers that accidentally murdered their own mom. What? You just spoiled the Spoiled what?
1: This is after that episode That's for us. That's
0: true. Assuming people are listening in order. Don't
1: jump around in the order of on our
0: podcast. No, Don't please. Don't do it. People can listen in whatever order they want. Nope. I'm telling them to go back to episode one. All right. I recommend you listen to our fourth episode, then our second episode, then Don't our sixth episode, Don't then our third episode. <laughs> um, whatever strikes your fancy, really.
2: It seems to me that it would make most sense. Watch the watch this show in series and then listen to the podcast however you want to.
0: That could also work. It also depends, like, some people don't want to be spoiled on these things. Some people are happy to just listen to the podcast and know who the murderer was. We had an email from a pair of
1: people who watched it after listening to us, and that sounded like a fun way to do it, too. Yeah.
2: I I have done that with the West Wing Weekly.
0: Look, I'm not going to tell people how to listen to our podcast. What I am going to tell them is that if they want to tell each other how to listen to our podcast, they can write an email to dyingmessagepodcast at gmail.com. And we will tell people the best way to listen to our podcast, according to our viewers.
1: And if you listen. make a saucy fan art about one of the characters, <laughs> I'll describe it in vivid detail on an episode.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's, shall we start talking about this anime? Let's do it. Michael, uh, as always, just Detective Academy Q. If someone's jumping in and this is the first episode they're listening to, what, what is this anime? Detective Academy Q uh, is a show
1: about a group of sort of one-dimensional characters who all attend a DDS, which is the Don Detective School. And this is their various adventures of yeah. going anywhere, doing anything,
0: and countering a murder. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to get to that because the way they kind of horn in on this murder is, is pretty fun.
2: This seems to me very much to be like Japanese Scooby-Doo.
0: The Scooby-Doo thing keeps coming up. Yeah. They are more like Scooby-Doo because there's five of them. Right. All right, this is perfect because we need to talk about these five characters. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to introduce the five characters and decide which member of Scooby-Doo uh, yes! each, each one is. Yes!
1: Um,
2: oh God, I have not thought about Scooby-Doo. I think it in the <laughs> nightmares when I was really little, so I don't think I ever saw that much of it.
0: <laughs> Noah thinks about Scooby-Doo a lot. Oh, Scooby-Doo's great. Uh, the, the, there's, there's kind of five main characters. They're all here on the beach trip in this episode. The main character, his name is Q. What was your take on him?
2: That was my take on him.
0: (laughs) He's exhausting. He's exhausting. He's exhausting. It's his main trait.
2: And like everything about all of the sloppy diving, almost all of it is related to him. Not just because he's a novice, but like if you are panicking, you do not get in the water. If you are inexperienced and don't know what you're doing or didn't go to classes, you do not get in the water. Like all of these things are like, he does not get in the water. Why is he getting in the water?
0: He loves to put himself in danger. Uh, Our very first episode, he went to the very top of a construction crane Mm -hmm. with like just a little helmet that wasn't even strapped on to his head. I mean,
2: what's critical here is that you're putting not just yourself in danger, you're putting everyone else in danger. And that's what drove me nuts this whole episode.
0: You're also putting the mystery in danger. As we've been told in other episodes, if you don't solve the mystery, it might never get solved. So if something happens to Q, who's going to solve these mysteries? Who's going to do it? Our second character is Megu. She's the, the girl with the pink hair.
2: So, I didn't have a problem with her character. There wasn't anything that. She clearly knew what she was doing. I definitely agreed with her attitude about diving generally.
0: And the the other three characters we have Kinta, who's the tall one, Kazuma, who's the short one, and Ryu, who's the one with the blue hair. So, Ryu, like, does. We'll, we'll He's the. Trick solver. We see that in this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's kind of mysterious and -hmm. pretty nice so far. I think the reason Cosma doesn't get to do anything is he's the computer guy. and Computers don't play well. They don't work underwater. They don't work underwater. That isn't
2: necessarily true. I have a dive computer. (gasps) You have computers underwater. What? What? Um, That'll have your depth. That'll have how long you've been under. Sometimes it'll have GPS coordinates. Sometimes it'll have a way of contacting radio frequencies in case of emergency. It'll beep at you if you're doing things you shouldn't be doing. If you're ascending or descending too quickly, it'll beep at you. Yeah. And so computers, if they were all wearing dive computers, they would have been beeping off the hook most of this episode.
0: Well, it, it is surprising they didn't give Kazuma one and have him Google something underwater.
2: They're not internet-enabled, but you're not going to be Googling anything from 30 feet down.
0: But Kinta Kinta is the last one. His main skill is martial arts, and that, I think, is mostly useless underwater. Mostly useless, right?
2: I would imagine so. Maybe strength and flexibility in certain situations. Yeah. No, I don't really see how that would be helpful.
0: We're gonna have to think about this Scooby Doo comparison because there's five of them. There's five characters on Scooby Doo. We're gonna we're gonna come back to this. We're gonna think about it. Okay. You can also email us your opinions. All right, start thinking about it. I'm th- I was already thinking about it. Okay, great. Scooby Q. Okay. <laughs> so let's dive into the plot.
2: Ha uh, ha ha. Nice
0: pun. Oh, I didn't uh, even do that on purpose. <laughs> Actually, the other thing I want to say is I'm I'm disappointed because in the very first episode, um no, in the very second episode. Are you upset because he never got the demiglaze? No. <laughs> okay. He never got the sauce his mom asked for in the first episode. Still, we're, whatever. No, in the second episode, uh they have the first dying message, the thing after which our podcast is named, where mm-hmm. someone when dying leaves behind a message, and Q doesn't know what it's called, so he says diving message. And we didn't get a diving there message! There was no diving message in this oh, no. episode, which is a missed opportunity for a brilliant pun. Brilliant pun? For a pun. <sighs>
1: a pun they already made, but didn't do at the right time. Yes.
0: So, uh, spoiler alert, no diving message. Yeah, but they're at the beach, and Megu is really excited to to dive. Oh my god, Megu will fucking kill you if you don't like diving.
2: I've, I've, I've had fights in relationships due to a uh, dislike of or fear of diving, yeah. That has happened. They're like,
1: can't we just hang out on the beach? And she was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> I will murder you, what? And they're like, never mind, we want to dive.
2: Um, actually, before we actually get into detail, I wanted yeah. to just really quickly mention something about the title of the episode, which is 30 meters under. That's really deep. Yes. If you're your basic level open water certified, you can't go more than about 10 meters, 40 feet. You very rarely go to 100 feet. And so 30 meters is somewhere in the 100 feet realm. I think the deepest I've ever been is 112 or 113 feet. And I've done that maybe once or twice. For recreational diving, it is pretty rare to go under 120 feet. One of the other things about diving is you really can't, you don't feel that depth. So it's one of the reasons that you have to be very vigilant about watching your computer or whatever gauge that you use that they're really, you don't feel a difference between 20 feet and 100 feet. They feel the same to you. Obviously, your body doesn't react to them the same, but you can't necessarily tell. And and the other thing is that I have been diving for 10 years, over 100 log dives. I am in no way qualified to do a rescue dive. Having a bunch of kids just be like, I'm going to scuba dive.
0: Yeah, well, this is very typical of the kids' behaviors. Uh, They get into crime scenes and dangerous situations they shouldn't be in. But this seems like a, a step up in that way.
2: Yeah, like there would be no way in any situation saying, "Hey, we've had an accident," and people who just happen to enjoy diving who are just there saying, "Hey, can we help?" The answer is no. We don't want a second accident. <laughs> but I just I wanted to point out that for wrecks do can often be deeper. Generally, they'll be they'll be sitting in something like a hundred feet of water. Whether or not that that was part of the plot to be, oh, they're going very deep and not just like a little bit in the water.
0: I think it's all about setting up this impossible locked room, which because it's a very rushed episode overall, they don't really harp on. Yeah. But like, it's like, how could someone have murdered him so far underwater in a room that was locked? Right. (laughs) Why is there a locked room under the ocean to begin with? Well, a ship sunk and now they're all diving. Yeah. Um, Let's, let's meet our suspect. And they do meet the suspects like pretty quick. Yeah. And pretty conveniently, they're going into the store to get their diving equipment because Megu has talked them into it. Well, it's
1: a an, it's an instructional place. It's not just right. the,
0: the the diving store.
2: Well, most diving most most diving operations will have dive equipment and will also have a mechanism of certification. So it is usually they're one and the same.
0: Yeah, I I imagine it's not it's the same, but I'm thinking of skydiving where like you can't just give someone skydiving equipment and put them in a plane. Like you, if you want to have a skydiving business, you're also going to need a skydiving instructor.
2: So in theory, you can have your own equipment and just go to the dive shop and fill your tank with air and go on your own. There are people who do that, but that's something that kind of tipped me off a lot in this episode is a lot of, I'm just going to get my equipment and dive. I'm like, that's not always the best idea.
0: So Megu is there because they have a reservation to go diving, but they find this group of doctors that are diving together and they have a problem because their friend has gone missing and there's this weird thing that happens where they're like we're gonna go talk about this and i don't understand why our five characters like follow them into the back room of this dive shop to hear their story but they do it because they're curious they're curious
2: And also, they probably said something overheard somebody's missing and so they're like this is a job for us
0: yeah they were they wormed their way in there we meet these characters there's the diving instructor who's fukunaga Hirokazu. Who has like blonde hair in what I can only describe as a man bun.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's like a man reed. It's very
0: long and up in the air. Yeah. Um, He he looks like a Pokemon character. He works at the shop. There was this group of four doctors that all work in a hospital together. And one of them is missing. The other three are here now. Mm -hmm. This is a one episode mystery. They barely go into who these people are and they're very hard to distinguish from each other. Um, (laughs) The first one is Hosoe Sachiko she has short hair. Then there's Kawakito Mamoru, who's the guy with sunglasses on his head. And then Akiyama Masaharu, who has longer hair and a yellow shirt. And let me tell you, thank God after they go diving,
1: he puts those sunglasses back on his head. Because <laughs> I would not have
0: recognized him. Yeah, it's them. there's not too much reason to know them apart. They're it's so not vanilla. It's like it doesn't matter which one it of them does, is the murderer. It really doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about the fact that there was a dive instructor with them. And I'm like, that dude would lose his instructor license.
0: He seemed pretty lax, so...
2: I mean there's a difference between lax and irresponsible
0: (laughs) he's so relaxed you can tell from his hair which is like bleach blonde yeah
2: then you've clearly never gone diving they they there that is a very typical look (laughs) there is a kind of similarity if you're thinking of like a surfer bum or a scuba bum like there is that is not necessarily something weird
0: yeah and i don't want to insinuate that like i don't know all the people on the beach in California are irresponsible and oh, shouldn't no. be trusted as driving instructors. No, this guy Let this me this insinuate that. did
2: some things that, especially if he knew that there were novice divers with him, Yeah, bad.
1: N- not good. But maybe um, he was so blown away, like all those doctors, because these children reveal they're from DDS, and boy, is everyone impressed. Yeah. And I was just like, why do a bunch of doctors at the—why is this detective school so famous that a bunch of doctors on vacation are like,
0: whoa, DDS— yeah, there's a couple Fancy. there's a couple things here that stuck out to me as well because we've just heard all the details of their friend who's gone missing. He was out with them the night before and now his diving stuff is missing an oxygen tank in the boat. They can't find it. So they think he went night diving, which I imagine is, is beautiful.
2: Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. If this guy had gone to one scuba course, you never drink and dive. It is like... And that's what they say. Yeah. I think they even overtly say that would be like suicidal. And night dives are particularly... They can be risky. People who scuba dive on their own at night have a death wish.
0: And and that's why they're very concerned about this guy and they want to go find him, which makes sense.
2: And I wasn't even adding drinking into that. Like, If you scuba dive by yourself at night, you have a death wish. And then at drinking onto that, you were committing suicide in a very, very intricate manner.
0: Well, you can imagine if you um, did want to be rescued, you would be heartened by having five children <laughs> worm their way into the investigation. <laughs> oh,
2: well, that would be super comforting.
0: Their lesson's canceled, but they worm their way onto that boat, and they all get onto the boat, which is the- That's
2: a nice dive boat. Oh my God.
0: The guy who's missing is rich because his father owns the hospital.
1: Oh, right? wait, we have this lovely moment where the their, the DDS kids are like, boy, doctors sure are rich. And this one doctor, he's like, yeah, except I'm a researcher at a hospital. I
0: don't work in administration, so I'm poor. And I'm like, that is so real. <laughs> so we talked out, uh, about how the shipwreck is 30 meters down. They tell us here it's on a gentle slope and that's where they're going to go.
2: Oh, yeah. So That's actually something that I pointed out. That's really standard. So before you go into the water, if you're with a dive operation, so I think the dive instructor is the one who was talking about where they are very much recommended. You should always have an idea of your dive profile before getting in the water. So that part was very much in line yeah. with standard practices.
0: And it doesn't end up mattering too much. I guess the depth, as we've talked about, is super important and to understand it, kind of the mechanics of what went on. And at this point, they're all ready to dive, but Q starts sneaking away. Oh yeah, yeah. this is.
1: there were two pieces of dialogue here that just bugged me to no end. Okay, so so what the what first they? is where they're like, you don't need to know how to swim. We're just going diving. And I'm like,
2: what? That is actually true. There, You do have to take a swim test. And I can't remember exactly how far you have to swim. And I say swim very generally. Really, when you're scuba diving, you have your buoyancy compensator, which is that big vest that holds all that equipment in the tank. And that basically maintains your buoyancy. So it keeps you from floating away or sinking. And yeah. you use your ki- your feet, you just kick. To dive on its own, you really, uh, you just need to be able to move from point A to point B without drowning. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but this is consistent because I f- I've forgotten, but Q fell into the water in episode three. Yeah, he can't And had to be rescued by Megu, thing, yeah. who was a strong swimmer.
2: Okay, if he had to be rescued, then he shouldn't be diving.
0: In the author's eyes, maybe this is his one character flaw. That he can't swim? <laughs> he has other characters. He, he has way has more.
1: other characters. But speaking of character flaws, the second line of dialogue that bugged the crap out of me here is they're, like, getting ready to dive in the water, and Megu's like, despite my appearances, I'm actually a real good diver. And I'm like, Megu, everyone in this anime has been misogynizing you this whole time. Did you just self-misogynize? Like, because you're a pretty girl, we're supposed to be surprised you can dive?
0: Oh, it bugged me so much. Uh, I, b- I believe, I have no problem believing that she's good at diving.
2: She, she was a good diver. She would have She would never have gone on her off on her own. She would have had a buddy. I mean, we saw one of the w- ways that things can go wrong. You could run out of air. Um, that's in the episode. You have a buddy that has an extra regulator attached to their tank, so that if that happens, which it shouldn't, um, there actually are some ways to communicate underwater. And there were parts of the episode where I didn't actually need any translation because they were actually using. They animated the dive signs. There are some very standard things that no matter where in the world you dive, they are the same signal. The most important one being not okay and out of air.
0: Does Q use the out-of-air sign no, when played. he runs out of
2: air? Um he right, didn't know because he's he doesn't
0: know what he's doing. doing. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Hadn't
2: known what he was doing. He is lucky that his yeah. buddy read his mind.
0: Well, I like well, Ryu is, is a genius and is gonna read his mind. Yeah. I like that they present that they've had diving lessons as part of their instructions at this detective school. Right. And the other side is that Q has been skipping it and claiming he has a stomach ache. That classic detective skill, scuba <laughs> diving.
2: There's, especially in a dive site that deep, there's all of these reasons that Q should never have been getting in the water, and the diving oh, I believe should it. never have let him get in the water.
0: He had to though because he's the brilliant detective, and right. if he hadn't seen the crime scene, he wouldn't have been right. able to but solve t- the case.
2: From a from a diver's perspective, oh it, yeah, it did not belong in the water,
0: and that thereby sounds like it uh, speaks poorly to everybody who could have stopped him from going in.
2: If somebody is uncomfortable, one of the one of the worst things you can do when you're in the water is to panic. Yeah, and
0: oh right, and that's exactly what happens. There's all
2: the time, like he does it more than once. And you'll notice that Megu does not panic when she gets attacked.
0: So there's a couple things that happen when they go underwater. But first we have this like 30 minute, no, 30 seconds. (laughs) Ooh, I always mess up minutes and seconds and it's a disaster.
1: Well, it's quarantine. So minutes are stretching into seconds. Oh boy, they sure are.
0: But there's a whole bunch of shots of them just kind of swimming and it's kind of pretty. And that diving music is a bop. Like it's real good. Oh, well, it started out very... underwater just general, and then there was like a techno hit to it. Yeah. It was it was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things start to happen. And the first is that Megu was attacked. We don't see who does it. So we I'm going to say gonna I was say, like, is it this guy? It looked like that guy and then it was that guy. So, so. I'm going to say what I saw happen, <laughs> but I really didn't understand what was happening because I didn't know what right. the things were. She looks like someone came up behind her, pulled the mask off her face and then unbuckled her air and took it away from her. No,
2: that is not what happened. Great. (laughs) What happened was the first thing you got right, they took off her mask and that's what that does is it blinds her. So she no longer can see. So she can't check her gauges. So one of the ways when you're ascending, so when you're going back to the surface, the speed that you're going, you should never ascend faster than your bubbles. So if you're blinded, you can't gauge how fast you're going. If you go up too fast, that's when you have issues with decompression, which is when bubbles come out of solution in your blood and bad things can happen or the bends. And that's the first thing that happens is that. Blech. what they're actually taking off they take out a regulator so she can't breathe and they throw it behind her so in order to get your reg there is a it, it, the podcast is not necessarily the best medium to display this
0: <sighs> no we hit that problem yeah
2: um you basically reach behind you and you get basically where the tank connects to the tubes and you should be able to feel around to get your regulator back in your mouth which i think she does while she's on the way up.
0: Yeah. By the time she was up there, she had it back in her mouth. Okay. I did notice that.
2: That So the BCD, so that's that the the buoyancy compensation device, that's her vest, doesn't come off. It's the weight belt that gets taken off. So humans float. By, okay. by nature, they float. You don't stay down without extra weight. They're literally like lead weights that they put either into pockets or on a belt. So in an emergency ascent, you do drop the weights. It's never something you want to do. But in certain situations, there are ways to safely do it. This was not one of those situations.
0: Yeah, it's definitely an attack on her. I'm struck by the fact that the first thing he did was to blind her, which makes sense because uh, she wouldn't be able to see who it was. And
2: taking off the weight belt means that she no longer has control of her buoyancy. So she's going to go to the surface. So it could, in theory, injure or even kill her. And so my my notes basically say the odds of her not being an excruciating pain in the surface are super low.
0: Yeah, she is so she is so good that she somehow gets to the surface unharmed.
2: The other thing that she doesn't do is part of that the bends and whatever. When you're at a depth of something like a hundred feet, at about fifteen to twenty feet, you do a safety stop for three minutes. So you literally hold at that depth. Oh,
0: yeah, so without a, be- a weight do belt. That. She,
2: well, without a weight belt, you can't. It bothered me because the other divers, even though they had all of their equipment, did not.
0: Right. Right, Cosma this, and Kinta followed her to the surface. That the was top, yeah. bad. I like that they noticed that something was wrong. <laughs> right. And that's,
2: that is something that other divers are supposed to be aware of.
0: At the same time, and it's kind of switching back and forth between Megu going up to the surface. At the same time, we see Ryu and Q follow all the other characters and they find the shipwreck.
2: You never put a novice diver in a wreck.
0: like yeah, <laughs> He gets all the way to the
2: wreck. And also, not only that, there's also a difference between diving a wreck and... I apologize for the internet comments. You're going to get penetrating a wreck. Um, but that is the term.
0: By you, they take out a crowbar to Well, just going break the into a wreck at
2: all is something that, you know, it isn't necessarily something to just, I'm just going to bust in because I can.
0: But they do that. Well, and they, they, they do, see so the body yeah. in there. Uh, it's the body of the missing person. So they got to go in. The, the doctors pull the body out and take it up to the surface with them. But Ryu and Q stay behind to investigate and right. He shouldn't be there, but he's staying with his buddy and his buddy's got his back because, um, well, they, they notice some things in there. They mm-hmm. notice a locking mechanism on the door. That's really, I think the only significant thing down there. Well, there's also, they notice the doctor's tank is empty.
2: The other thing, this is something you guys want to think about. They noticed that if the diver was in there, there would have been air bubbles on the top of the room. And that's oh. actually something that does happen. Cause you have those bubbles. The bubbles can't escape the wreck.
0: Oh, there are no air bubbles. Are there?
2: But that is something that, that, that is a correct thing to have noticed.
1: Right. But from a, from a potential murder standpoint, he's in this, this room and regardless, his tank is empty, regardless of whether or not it's oh empty God, because sucks. it was leaking or he was breathing. There's no air pockets. So yeah. but non, non, none of these things happened.
2: And if you know what you're doing, your tank is never empty because yeah. Yeah. you're supposed to monitor your air.
0: It's very suspicious that this body was down there, that this guy would have gone down there by himself. Let's. Let's talk about the next thing that happens, because this is the other thing that um, we, we alluded to earlier, which is Q runs out of air right. uh, and needs which to be rushed happen. back to the surface.
1: <laughs> because he's hyperventilated
0: because, and used it up fast. Right. So that, you're, that is totally a thing.
2: So if you're hyperventilating, you go to the surface, you say that you're not okay, and you, you go back up. That's just not a thing that you should be doing underwater. That's a good way to die. Yeah,
0: he clearly doesn't know the first thing and should never have been down there. Right. In his defense, he didn't want to go, but he did go. So who's fault is <laughs> it? Right. It's everyone's. everyone's fault. It's everyone's, it's
2: everyone's fault. Everyone was bad here. Everyone was lazy and sloppy. His dive buddy does give him the spare air, and they ascend, which is correct form. They should have done the three-minute yeah. safety stop. They didn't, but we've already addressed
1: well, it. Well, maybe, maybe we can give them credit and say they did it off screen. Lots of things happen. Yeah, yeah right uh, three-minute safety
2: stop isn't exactly camera-worthy. right?
1: And <laughs> a 23-minute anime, two three-minute stops
0: would be a third of the
2: show.
0: It,
2: yeah, and honestly, even for the divers, it can be a little bit boring.
0: <laughs> and now, they've got to use all the information of the thing that just happened, and actually some information that they discovered quickly on the boat, to try to solve this murder, which at first they don't even think is a murder. Um, something that I thought was very notable, well, the instructor calls it in, but they they still got to get back to shore. That makes right. sense to me. The doctor's they're all doctors yeah which i think they were probably all doctors just for the excuse that they were able to examine the body right in this moment. on the boat
2: it, on right. the boat they
1: got the time of death they got the cause of death <laughs> they knew his blood alcohol content i'm like how
2: you're on a like, The decompose the decomposition rate is like you don't necessarily right. have to be that i guess you have to be more experienced i don't know if a doctor would know decomposition rate like why would they know that
0: and not if they're not specialized yeah right um there's a whole room in the school where they st- study how to learn time of death, but yet yeah, they weren't the ones to do it. The blood alcohol content was the one that got me because I'm like, wouldn't you need a test for yeah, that? You and need how very you, specific stuff for that. How could like, you do that on a boat? Like
2: The only thing I could imagine there being on a boat like that would be a breathalyzer just, yeah. for just to make sure that nobody is doing stupid things. And if a dead guy isn't going to go into a breathalyzer test.
1: That's what I was going to say. Yeah, their notebooks are so full of gadgets. I wonder if it's like, Here's sure, you can test. borrow my blood alcohol content uh, Monitor, yeah. kit from my uh, back
0: cover of my notebook. Yeah. Why not? But they have been able to do these details. We know the time of death was late last night. They believe he was by himself, got trapped and hit his head. And then he, and for some reason, locked himself into the room. My note here... Is why was Megu attacked? It's never really explained. It's
1: not explained, but it is. Uh, they ask about it, and w- the the one doctor is like, "It was probably just a prank." And I'm like, "Thanks for your input." Yeah, idiot.
2: <laughs> there are dive pranks. Like that sounds bad. I'm going to throw myself under the bus here a little bit, but like on my 100th dive, everyone was like, "Oh, you have to dive naked." I did. Spoiler alert: I did not dive naked. But it's like a joke that for your 100th dive, you dive naked, or. I don't know, hanging yourself upside down because you're floaty and can do that underwater and like popping out behind a rock. That's a scuba prank.
0: Oh, so he, so he could like lock himself in the room and hide.
2: That, that that is not a thing that is done. That is not a prank. Though the things that were done to her are can be are potentially life-threatening. That is not a prank.
0: Right. And yet they're not too cuz it's so bizarre. Yeah. So Th- th- we have two t- clue discoveries. Mm-hmm. Q makes a clue discovery and Ryu makes a clue discovery. Q goes to check the oxygen tanks because he's now learned that you use more oxygen the deeper you go. And yeah. Ryu gets the first aid kit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also ask Megu to remember something. She has photographic memory, Michael. Yes. <laughs> Wait, Deal also, with it. I just
2: have to insert one thing. You know, you don't actually, your body doesn't use more oxygen the deeper that you go. It's that your lungs take in more air. So this is the balloon thing that I mentioned the very... Oh, beginning. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every breath that you take, if you go 30 feet down, every 30 feet, it's like adding another atmosphere of pressure.
0: I'm just thinking of my lungs as balloons. And they are.
2: So, breathing. okay. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> seen a balloon on an airplane or a water bottle? Oh,
0: air? I love that. Yeah, it's oh, exactly like that.
2: exact same thing, but it's the other direction. So the amount of air your lungs take to fill as you go down is actually greater. So it's not that your body is using more oxygen per se, it's that your lungs actually take in more of that pressurized air.
0: That makes more sense.
2: There are lots of other factors. My dad will also talk about, so this was before I was diving, some kid did some stupid crap and basically used up all of his air within five minutes of the dive and maybe had 500 pounds left of air. He's got like less than a fifth of his tank left. The dive instructor who had just gotten down there switches air with the kid and finishes the dive on 500 pounds because dive masters are half fish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: I I had that totally wrong about what the mechanism was, but that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's interesting to think about how that would be so different for
2: people. But that's also one of the reasons why the bends and you can have embolisms when you ascend too quickly because all that gas has to go somewhere. Those gas bubbles come out of solution. And if those bubbles end up in your brain, you have a stroke. If that bubble ends up in your heart, you have, you, you have to go into cardiac arrest. If, if it gets into a joint, that's the Benz.
0: It makes sense that they saw a dead body underwater and thought it was just an accident or something.
2: <laughs> the other thing that could happen at that depth is you have something called gas narcosis. It's essentially getting drunk on too heavily concentrated of air. Mm-hmm. And if this guy is potentially drunk, he's maybe not aware that his faculties are starting to fail. And he doesn't have a dive buddy watching him and making sure he's not being an idiot. And at a certain point, he hits his head because he's not totally, he's like, I need to get up for air.
0: Yeah. Totally believable scenario. Right.
2: The idea for me is like that guy doesn't die because he runs out of air. That guy dies from gas narcosis, making him stupid.
0: Right. But they know, But the, that's the thing. Q notices is that his oxygen tank is empty. So right. that's why he doesn't. That's what leads him to be convinced he didn't die from hitting his head, mm-hmm. um, and leads them to put all the things together. The other important clue he gets is from Megu recalling how many divers there were going down. Right. And um, this is really funny because she's like, "Oh wait." there were X number of pairs and X number of solo divers, 10 people, but there's only nine of us. Ooh. How does that work?
2: Oh, that was, that was another reason why dive master would get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't count the number of divers. You count the divers on top of the surface and you're, you all meet at the bottom to make sure that you start the dive together. As soon as they were like, there were 10 people going down and I'm like, where was the dive master? Why was he yeah. not paying attention to that? Well,
1: he wasn't concerned because they didn't lose somebody. They got an extra one. They, right. were, they
0: were up in divers. And,
2: from a dive master's perspective, that is another dive master's lost person.
0: Right. Because you wouldn't assume it's actually what it was, which is that the 10th person was a dead body. You would assume right. it was it was someone, who, who is this mysterious person? Right. And I love, they show us what happened, um, that he was actually killed last night and the murderer took him, tied him to the body of the boat, left him there under night in his diving suit. And then when they all went underwater just now, uncut him and dragged him down there pretending he was a living person.
2: I gotta respect this guy for being able to put a wetsuit on a dead body.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, like putting on a wetsuit on, a, on on myself is a task.
0: Wouldn't it be hard to get that dead body down 100 feet?
2: Well, I guess if he, if, he put, if he put weights on it, that's not unreasonable. Okay. The thing that is more out of the realm of possibility is putting a wetsuit on a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> My dad just made a face. So he's in the upper room and he just looked at me. <laughs>
1: Speaking of outfits though, real quick. Before they uh before we move on, yeah. uh they were out of their dive suits and I just loved Kazuma's majestic horse t-shirt. I didn't notice it. It was so random and silly, but Not he's, a just got, he's just got a t-shirt with like this majestic horse on yeah. it. And I was like, wow. But I think this is a <laughs> this
0: is a kind of clever development because they point out that if you're in a diving suit and you're looking at someone with diving goggles, you wouldn't necessarily be able to see who the person was. You right. would have to count the people to realize something was amiss. Right, you'd be like, oh, it's two people and they're in the same suit, that, so that's fine. That seems plausible. That part of it. Um, So that's the first thing we learn is he actually wasn't, he didn't die in the room, he wasn't killed in the room. He would, was killed elsewhere and brought into the room. Ryu does his thing and explains the locked room murder. And this seems to be his thing because he's now explained like all the tricks of the locked rooms right. in the past three cases. Uh, he comes out of nowhere. He explains how you could take it's this is a very visual thing we're a podcast that you take the string you put it on the thing in the door you close the door play and then it you like pull
2: several it. times on how one would they, they animate it several times
0: yeah yes. exactly you gotta see it And might i say uh
1: before, but believe us you can do it before the explanation he gets the the string which from is a medical the medical string. kit yeah from the medical kit when he asks the doctors for it they are in a room a small room on the boat and again the dive instructor is just smoking in front of kids. And none of the doctors are like, hey, man. <laughs> 2003, Don't smoke Michael. in front of
0: kids. I know, but it's just another case of smoking in front of kids in this anime. Yes. So he solved the locker room murder. You could put the body in there and then close the door from the outside.
1: Yeah, it was real generic. It was like, you just loop this around and you boop, 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 boop. Like, great. Um, the most logical
0: thing. And, and as we said, his oxygen tank was empty, which... Which wouldn't have happened if he had died from other means. He should have had oxygen left over. Also, just, is what this saying. is
2: going to make me sound very twisted, but why didn't he overweight the guy and take him off of, uh, take him off of a wall? So, like, you could, there are walls at continental oh, shelves. Yeah. And J- Japan is, like, chock full of trenches that go down, like, 7,000 feet. Yeah. Why didn't he didn't just put 20 pounds on the body and dump him in there where he'll never be found?
1: Well, so they, they, it's a pretty bad scheme, Basically, isn't it? I don't think they were planning on having detectives along with them. And, you know, not all of them have a boat. This is the dead guy's boat. Oh, yeah. so he wanted
2: to let him have a funeral and have everybody be like, oh, this is so sad, he just, okay. Well,
1: I think it was that he just needed a boat. Yeah. And the only way he could get on the boat
0: is to have them go out and look for the owner of the boat. And it's hard to say what would be more suspicious. Like, if the person just went missing, would they suspect someone of foul play? Probably not, actually but finding him in the locked room that he had to put himself in. And it's also know. the
1: kind of thing you uh, come up with when you're a character on a detective anime. Oh,
0: yeah. This, on a scale of, on a scale of, what what, what is our scale? Our scale is like bungee jumping off a crane <laughs> <laughs> to mouth strangulation oh
1: mouth strangulation
0: um this is pretty this is pretty low up there in the ridiculous complexity of schemes yeah i mean this locked room was just about the most simple thing like
2: my reaction though my reaction and after seeing this episode was you know for an experienced di- diver this is actually a pretty decent way to hide a body <laughs> i mean done correctly yeah.
0: Well, the ocean is huge, and that's kind of what you're pointing out. The
2: odds of somebody finding a body if it's not in a commonly used dive site, if you just go out in the middle of the ocean and yeah. get rid of it, it, it is, the odds of it being found are, I mean, hell, there's a whole Boeing 737 somewhere in there that we still haven't found.
0: Yeah. So now we get to uh, finding the culprit. Like we said, the three of them are barely indistinguishable. So when they're like, how do we figure out who it was? I'm like, how do you figure out who it was? And the
1: evidence that they use is pretty pretty shoddy. Pretty shoddy. The first piece they get is basically they're talking about this this thread trick with the locked door. Yeah. And specifically Ryu is emphasizing this is surgical twine from the medical kit and it dissolves in 30 minutes. One of the characters is like, it wouldn't dissolve fast enough. And Ryu gets this like evil, aha, smirk. Like he's tricked somebody and I'm like. Oh, I didn't notice the smirk. Yeah. Oh, it was not only did he smirk; they they negatized the colors to make it like an evil smirk. Oh, oh dear! Ooh,
0: like, I got you, and I'm like, really? Yeah, this is your trick. I liked that. I liked that as a detail of a dissolving thread mm-hmm. in water, but it was a it was a misleading.
2: The other thing was that wreck was in such condition; like it had to have just sunk. That wreck was not oh, yeah. there for any length of time. Right. Things get rusty. Like the odds of it being the doors being able to move. Especially at just a thread being able to. The thing that was more accurate was the guy taking the crowbar to try to open the door.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's say that our culprit went out the earlier week, the previous week, and sunk that
2: boat just <laughs> for this purpose. <laughs> this is, this just for is the purpose a lot of, it. of premeditation. That's why he doesn't have a boat.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to say that's what happened. There's mm-hmm. no evidence for that in the episode, but we're declaring it here. But yes. The uh,
1: the next part of their deduction is the aforementioned part where they they were diving. Essentially, Megu remembers an extra diver, uh, and. Everyone's like, really? And then this this part made me laugh because like, it's not really evidence, Megu remembering something. But they Q her is right. like, no, no, no. Her ability is recognized by the National Institute of Skill Development. So we can take that as evidence. And I Googled it. And there's no, there is no National Institute of Skill Development. There is in India something called... I'm sorry. No, they called it the, the National Institute of Ability, ability
0: development. development.
1: Yes. There is a National Institute of Skill Development It is in India, and I couldn't find out anything about it because all of their website links are broken.
0: Yeah. So it's fishy at best. Well, it exists in this universe.
2: And also, there's a lot with witness testimony that is still used in court. It is usually alone, is usually not considered admissible in court because human memory is not exactly dependable.
0: Well, you see, she has a perfect photographic memory, which is an anime thing and not a real world thing. That's fair, but I'm I'm always mad about it. Michael Michael has a beef with her photographic memory because it's not a real <laughs> skill someone can have. <laughs> so yeah, but but they they also accuse him because he, he was the one who suggested they use the buddy system, which is how he was able to carry the body with him. Right.
2: Yeah, and that's just not plausible because if he didn't suggest it, somebody else in the group would have or should have.
0: It's a very shoddy case. They even yep. point this out. The one they accuse is Akiyama-san, the doctor with the longish hair, Mm-hmm. not too much notable about him he's one of the
1: doctors yeah and the last piece of evidence they use to try to be like the nail on the coffin is that his oxygen tank was more depleted than everyone else's because he was deeper longer yeah and he it's ex-
2: Which, which in theory, is plausible, but he could also just be somebody who sucks air.
1: Right. It could have had less air in it. It could have leaked. He could have sucked more air.
2: The tank doesn't leak, usually. It's the reg that does. But
0: generally speaking, it's it's not not the nail in the coffin. It's not the nail in the coffin. coffin. (laughs) We also learn about the motive, which is, you know, just just tacked on there
1: yeah well this falls back to our previous episode where we were talking about how inheriting inheriting your father's position is such a big thing in japan because that yeah. was his entire motive is that he's like i'm a great surgeon but the lead
0: surgeon picked his son so i'm mad right exactly the this i think this is the same guy who was complaining about not making much money earlier no actually it, that was sunglasses head oh that was sunglasses <laughs> head well they all don't make as much money as the guy that was they're all and, the same person and he wanted the director of the hospital who chose his own son to and that's that's why he killed him.
2: I was say, all this would right. have all been solved a lot easier if they used dive computers because everybody would have had a depth profile and it would have logged the dive. So we would have known exactly how long he spent at depth yeah. compared to everyone else. But, you know.
0: Do you know what they have had those in 2003? How recent of a development is that?
2: They've mm. been around since the late 90s, early 2000s. So that more dive shops now would give out a dive computer as something for a client to use. But in terms of private owners having them, wouldn't be unreasonable. So it, there's kind of like a, a maybe. It's, odds are if they were all renting equipment and it wasn't their own scuba stuff, probably no computers.
1: Well, it's a shame it would have been a, a situation for Kazuma, our hacker, programmer. Uh, programmer oh I yeah, he would have had besides- a moment sign. If He would have had an opportunity to do something besides Google or make a PowerPoint.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love his PowerPoint. <laughs> so I think we've pretty much covered the whole episode except for the post credit scene. Right. Um, there was a post-credits
2: scene? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You're, yeah. Lucky,
0: you're, glo- you're, you're lucky fine. you missed it. You're fine. They vary from the beginning where they were like kind of plot-based to very gimmicky, like real ghosts and outside of the thing to... Um, this one. This one. Which was just some swimsuit nonsense. Yeah. Megu was like,
1: hey everyone, I'm in my bathing suit. And they're all like, oh, and they run. And then she's like, oh,
0: stop. And they run past her and it's Glasses Sensei. It's their teacher who's who's wearing a swimsuit that they're looking at. Yep. Yep. Very, um, beach episode, like you were saying. Yep. Figure available, uh, next week. So, you know, don't necessarily go running back to catch that. Um, (laughs) overarching thoughts. How did this episode... Uh, work for everybody as a piece of television (laughs) was it fun to watch it doesn't sound like it was so cringy on the diving side of things that like you couldn't get through it without being like well uh, oh no they didn't
2: No, no there was no like i need to angrily stop this and take a walk um like it was very clear that somebody on staff had some idea of what was going on especially considering like my my the thing that gets me is the attack scene the fact that it's the weight belt that comes off like she, they very clearly knew exactly what was going on and what they wanted to have happen to her
0: so um i think this has been true of all of our guests so far which is like no one's really been like i would have watched this if you hadn't asked me to watch it for the podcast <laughs> but uh you know would you would you watch more of these like how did it compare to other things that you typically watch or? Oh
2: god i don't watch tv all that often um i think i mentioned i might have been before we started recording is i going in I'm hopefully going into uh physics or astronomy PhD program so I spend almost all of my free time doing physics. Um so there's not a lot of TV that happens. But I guess I could see it as something I got into. I'd have to make the time.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, save yourself the trouble. Just listen to our podcast. <laughs> anyway, any thoughts on the episode as a whole? I don't know. It was a nice refreshing was, refreshment? Was it refreshing? I don't know. It was fluffy. I,
1: yeah. I wonder how I would feel about it if we hadn't just come off of, like, two drama arcs. Yeah. And now
0: it's like, here's this, like, fluffy nonsense. It's a little thin. It was kind yeah. of about the the mechanisms of, of diving, but the, the actual mystery was pretty...
2: Yeah, it was definitely a dive nerds episode.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The actual mystery was a little light. It was a little... Yeah, that locked room was
1: both the solution to the locked room was uninspired and the presence of a locked room wow, that's was mostly harsh. unnecessary. That's
0: harsh. I they threaded a twine around the crank and then lifted it off. Yeah, I I still think that this show has done better with their longer arcs yeah. than they've done with their individual episode murders. Which,
1: um so a a few weeks a few episodes ago, we had actually I was saying I would investigate the manga because I wanted to see how uh, that particular plot arc was in the manga, if it was sexier, yeah. if you recall, with the uh, with the murdered uh, author. Uh-huh. Uh But that 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 plot point didn't exist in the manga at all. But my general uh, consensus for the manga was that all of the story arcs are several chapters. So these lighter, like one episode one offs, I think are just a just for TV thing that they tried to do. Oh, okay, yeah, I believe that too. That's totally a thing. So they feel less like from the source material. So maybe yeah. that's why they come off a lot fluffier. Cool.
0: Yeah, I definitely, it was just, it just was, you know, it's not, uh, it's not the episode of the show I would recommend someone watch. Sorry, Katie, but yeah, I, mean, I would I mean, recommend this, I would recommend this episode to you <laughs> <laughs> right. or to, I guess to diving people, maybe, I don't know. I mean, if somebody um, ever
2: wants to animate scuba diving, they did a really good job. And I would use them as, I, I, I would use them as an example. It's not just pretty, but they got a lot of it right. Yeah. And a lot, like more of it was right than wrong.
0: That's a nice thing about animation. You could imagine if, when they do something like this live action, like you're maybe actually putting people in water and having to deal with the safety things right. and when you draw it you can put people in any kind of situation yeah. and have these dangerous things I mean, happen to them there for are real. There're to
2: cut like there are, there are ways to do like the attack scene and stuff in ways that don't Of course, have yeah. safety divers and whatever and there are ways to do cuts so that like the audience doesn't see that she takes a 3 minute safety stop with a, with a with a buddy reg. But well, they'd does.
0: never be they'd never be 30 meters down. In a in a life right. action thing they'd be in a tank or they'd you know
2: they are there they do make swimming pools that are for this purpose the so right um i i I am in an astronomy and so NASA actually has something called the neutral buoyancy lab where there's an entire makeup of the entire exterior of the international Space Station so astronauts because they are neutrally buoyant, it is very similar to being in microgravity and so they mm. practice spacewalks by scuba diving.
0: I did a summer at space camp and one of the more advanced Courses you could do that I didn't do because maybe I was too young. Involved diving in some kind of not that not that large of a scale, but they had they had a, a track where you did diving for purposes of space simulating. That sounds fun. I'll do that. want <laughs> <I wanna laughs> to do that one. Okay.
2: Oh my, that that's like my two favorite things.
1: Oh my god, can we get a murder in this show on a space station? Maybe. Can we? It, can I we w- do it?
0: It'll happen. <laughs> it'll happen.
2: I currently am working at NASA. If they hire me again, I'm just an intern um so you know if that does come up let me know
0: we <laughs> <laughs> will do we'll call you um so i gotta say it we don't have an audience mail to talk about <gasps> this episode no i used them all up oh no but send us your emails to dying message podcast at com. katie did a great job of breaking down the diving stuff on this episode but we don't always have people there to fact check the crazy things that happen maybe you're i don't know um uh, maybe you're a bungee jumping expert and you want to weigh in on that first episode oh, yeah, do it. where someone did bungee jumping. Uh, maybe you want to tell us that the, that the murder was obvious. Maybe you're a anyway. chef and you want to explain to us how Demi Glaze can be used yes. in curry. Anyway, send us emails to dying at at gmail.com.
2: Sorry, that doesn't make any sense. Demi Glaze and curry. No, it doesn't
0: make any sense. I stated that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
2: in case my friend Shelly is listening to this, I just needed to throw that in there. <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, we did it. We did it. We did it. So before we wrap up, is there anything you wanted to plug or share with our folks?
2: So I'm really just a student, so I don't really have anything going on. You can't really find me most places. I will say that I really do love diving and the oceans are really at risk from climate change. The oceans have been absorbing pretty much all of the damage so far that humans have caused. Um, So if you feel up to it, uh, the Ocean Conservancy their website, OceanConservancy.org, they do really good work with ocean preservation and reef conservation, and uh, I would definitely recommend checking them out and saving the oceans, because the future of our oceans is going to be the future of humanity, so yay!
1: Don't murder the oceans. Don't murder Don't the oceans. Murder, the
2: ocean.
0: murder in the ocean. No! Murder and I then go into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't well, the, whatever you do, don't murder the ocean. Don't do that one. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. When you see how beautiful like just an animated ocean is, mm-hmm. it,
2: it the really real is. thing is going
0: to be yeah. much more beautiful. So, our next episode we are going to be covering Detective Academy episode 16 which is kind of like, I don't know. I'm calling it a back to school episode. There's going to be a competition between class A and class Q, <gasps> some kind of diorama of a missing person, a fake murder, it looks like, um, that they're going to solve. You're saying there's going to be a Q and a session? We just froze and stared at each other for a second. It's, just, it's not good podcast. I hung <laughs> my head in despair.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh, so uh, tune in that. Join us again next week the other ways you can support the podcast wherever you found us like and subscribe to us on podcasting services follow us on social media we're on facebook dying message podcast we're on twitter at dying message pod and keep listening we've got some exciting stuff coming up so as we wrap up today oh but katie i think i forgot to ask you how do you go about solving this mystery of the missing telephone that your mom can't find
2: uh i call it with my own and then it usually makes noise
0: That's so so simple. That's so pragmatic. It's so simple.
2: (laughs) It it, it comes with the whole, I'm lazy and don't feel like actually looking for it.
0: Is this your mom's cell phone or like the home phone?
2: Do do people still use home phones?
0: My parents still
1: have one. I was a 911 operator for over a decade. Yeah, people use them.
0: And that closes the case on this week's Dying Message, the Detective Anime Mystery Podcast, episode nine, in which we take a deep dive into deep, diving podcast cover art created by Miriam Bloom music excerpted from solve that damn mystery by Jesse Spillane thank you again to our mystery guest Katie Gantler coming up aren't dioramas neat will the characters in class a make a bigger impression in their second appearance how much talk about Scooby-Doo is too much talk about Scooby-Doo all that and more when we next examine the scene of the crime for that fatal note the dying message wherever you found us like, review, uh, subscribe. Okay, I'm gonna say this. again. You're spinning out. I'm spinning out. We've been recording for we've been recording for a couple hours. All right, this is Michael. What am I trying to say? Can you help me? Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yes, like and subscribe to us on podcasting services. I have it on the screen in front of me, and I can't even say it. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> What? Are you okay? It's a sound effect. Michael made a face, which is why I had to repeat myself two times. Uh, so there's there's more of this as well as more of you know actual content in in our episodes. <laughs>